Welcome to the PMPA Speaking of Precision podcast, featuring your hosts, Carly Kistler-Miller and Miles Free. Hello, I'm Miles Free, and welcome to PMPA Speaking of Precision, Monday with Miles. Carly Kistler-Miller has joined me today, and we are going to discuss the upcoming PMPA National Technical Conference for 2021, Unmasking Manufacturing, Navigating the New Normal. Welcome, Carly. Well, thank you, Miles. You know, this is one of my babies, the, the National Technical Conference. Sadly, it got canceled last year, so the buildup for this one's even better, and the sessions are fantastic, and our keynote's great, so I'm really glad we're going to be talking about that today. Absolutely. This is a really important time because not only does it signify that we getting somewhat back to normal, but it allows us to focus our performers on continuous improvement. It's time for us to stop just making things the way we have and to learn the better techniques, the best practices, all the different things we can do to make our shops more productive, more sustainable, and that's why I'm happy about this. It's not my baby, but I'm going to be there. That's right. And you're one of our important speakers, too, but we'll get to that in a minute because I want to talk about our keynote speaker first. Rudy! 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 Rudy. Yes, yes, I'm very excited. Rudy Rudiger, the guy from the movie, not the actor, the actual guy who lived it at Notre Dame football. He is going to be our motivational speaker, and I cannot wait to hear him speak. So... As we know, I have absolutely no clue about this athletic business. What could we possibly learn as manufacturing people from Rudy about football and college football? Well, actually, if you broaden the scope from Rudy, he's from a manufacturing world. So he knows what it's like to have to work a little harder, to set your sights on a goal, to figure out how it takes heart to get something done, because if Rudy has anything, it's heart. Well, that's what it takes to be a successful machinist, too. We don't start at the top of our game. No, you know, and nobody starts at the top of their game, which is why we have these technical conferences, so everybody can learn and get better. So yeah, our, our very first speaker, we're going to launch with Rudy. Well... There's no better place to launch than talking about character, perseverance, and love of craft. So, welcome, Rudy. You know, we forgot to mention, we're so excited about the conference itself that we're holding it again here in Cleveland. It's August 8th through 10th. We're at the Huntington Convention Center, and we were there in 2019. It's fantastic, and it's attached to the PMTS show, so it's all about precision machining that week in Cleveland. Welcome to Cleveland, Precision Machinists. There we go. And another thing that's new this year, since we're going to start talking about the different sessions, is the tracks. So it used to be that the tracks were by topic. So there's quality and there was technical, but this time we've got it by experience so that the two guys sitting in the session, the one guy isn't bored because he knows all this stuff, and the other guy's like, wow, I never knew that. The topic is still good, but we've got it by 
by experience. So we've got a fundamentals track, a mastery track, an administrative track, and then of course our job layout sessions because <laughs> tech conference isn't tech conference without those. You know, I think I think that's a wonderful improvement in in developing this this programming. Uh, you're right. Performers come into a session, they're interested in a topic, but what level are they? You know, some may need to be walked through the math, some may need to be walked through the terms, and the others waiting to get into subroutines. I, I totally get it. So that should make it far more engaging for our attendees. And, and valuable, yeah, because, I mean, that's the point, right? We want to make sure that they're walking away with the information they need or didn't even know they needed, which is makes for those wonderful conversations in the hallways. And another new thing we've got this year is an escape room. An escape room? Yes, an escape room. It was devised by our chair, our technical programs committee chair, Ron Herrera from Erie Specialty, and it's actually going to be team building, problem solving, critical thinking, and everyone's going to have a goal and they're going to have to unlock all the clues so that they can win the contract. Well, that sounds pretty exciting. That checks all the boxes for what we'd like our attendees to get some uh, uh, friendly experience with. Friendly, yes, definitely. We've also got a session on 2020 hindsight, which, let's face it, we learned a lot last year with all that was going on with COVID. Some of it we had to learn because it was forced in us. We've got a panel for that. We've got rapid fire technology, and that's our IT committee. They're just going to be talking about all kinds of the latest and greatest tools for our precision machining people. Well, I can, I can hardly wait to hear the latest development about new 5G technologies and how we're going to have a web mesh net internet thingy in our shops. All right, all right, all right. Put the eyes back in your head. He's uh, Listeners, if you could see this, his eyes are rolling up, blah, blah, blah. That's just because, you know what? If I was talking steel, he'd be all smiles and giggles. But technology, not exactly his milieu, and that's okay. It is okay. Because we've got something for everybody. It is okay, and, and frankly, the future of manufacturing is increasingly interconnected, interoperable, and digital duplicates, digital twins. So um, bring it on, IT, Future of Manufacturing Committee. Why don't you share with our listeners about our, our second block? Our second block, let's talk about bar stock. Andrea Nara will speak to us about aluminum. We're going to have speakers on brass and also stainless steel. Bar stock is a critical, critical input into our processes. And so the more we know about the requirements that we intend on getting and what are actually delivered is going to be a real valuable takeaway for the attendees in that session. That's true. There's also one on secondary work. What are they going to learn in that one? Well, I don't know what they're going to learn, but I'll tell you what, you can't do secondary work unless you know how to hold the doggone work piece. <laughs> it's not a bar anymore. It's got a shape. It's got holes. It's got a surface finish, and you don't want to damage, misalign, scratch, or put witness marks on any of those things. So work holding, if you're interested in work holding, 
Joel Montague's going to keep you uh, writing notes in that session, I'm sure. Explains why the word challenge is in that session. Secondary work is a challenge. And then we've got a CNC lean panel. That's going to be another great panel of experience on how to work CNC lean. So the best part about this probably isn't the subject matter. It's the fact that it's a panel. Okay. The thing that our members really like, really appreciate about PMPA is our ability to network. People share what they know. We share best practices. We share experience. We share tribal knowledge. This isn't somebody getting up there in front of a podium going to read a bunch of slides to you and wag their finger. This is a panel. There are going to be several speakers, several points of view, Lord knows how many years of experience, and they're going to share the good stuff. You know, we actually have a lot of panels on our schedule. We've got a workforce development panel. That's going to be an incredible panel. Kate Smith, our executive director, has been putting that together, and she's bringing in local and national resources so that our shops know all of these resources. I mean, we were hearing about stuff we didn't even know was there. There's probably money on the table that our shops can take advantage of, and they're going to be able to learn about it in our workforce development panel. And and so valuable is both the local and national focus. My paper today, the local newspaper, talked about 500 job openings in manufacturing just in my county. Wow. 500 manufacturing jobs. That This isn't minimum wage work. This isn't dishwashing. This isn't we need you on the weekends when the crowd comes in. This is consistent 40, 44, 50 hour a week. We're making parts that make a difference. It's a career. Five, 500 openings, one wow. county. Very important. Very And I'm going to stick on the panel train because we also have a continuous improvement panel. And that's going to be a follow-up to the one in 2019. Remember that panel with Anissa and Mike Tomasi and Dan Ignasiak? Who could forget? I know. It was powerful. There was so much talent in that room. You could hear a pin drop. I know. It really was memorable. So they're following up this year in the continuous improvement panel. And then we've got a new one called the whole panel, which is H-O-L-E, and we're going to be talking about holes, making holes, right? Absolutely. So a lot of people think that we make money selling parts. And if you look at our business, we really really have a weird business. So we buy steel by the pound. Then we remove steel by making a lot of holes, and (laughs) we... In fact, don't sell the steel, we sell the holes. And we sell the steel with all the holes for more money than we paid for the steel without the holes. So hole making is pretty important in that it's the way we had value in our precision machining industry. So that'll be another great, great session. Think them out of panels, but we've got all kinds of stuff, the GD&T, fundamentals, and the advanced so that's being presented by Gary Griffith. Um, that those GD&T sessions are always highly rated. Gary's always one of our top speakers. Um, come early if you want to get a seat. That room fills <laughs> up fast, and will I'm sure in both the advanced 
and the fundamentals track. And I see your name on here a couple of times, leaded versus unleaded. I assume that's not gasoline. It's not gasoline. <laughs> it's, it's not at all. And it's not about uh, soldering either. Uh, leaded versus unleaded is about the regulatory impacts and, and what we're looking at in our work pieces as we get into uh, this year and the European Union's uh, regulations for leaded materials, aluminum, steel, stainless steel, and brass. That's going to be great. And we got that on a Tuesday, too, so that's going to be a pretty popular one as well because the Tuesday, if you're coming to the show and you didn't go to the tech conference, you can at least come to the Tuesday sessions. Well, that's a good point, and this session is probably not going to be so much interest to the machine operators and performers as much as it will be to the engineers, estimators, managers, and shop owners who need to have a quick answer when their customer says, oh, you made it out of this leaded material I told you to make it out of. Is it still legal for European Union electrical and electronic devices? We don't know. You tell us. We told you to use it. Is it okay? Come to this session, and you'll hear the latest news from the European Union on leaded and unleaded material status, according to Rojas, Waste Electrical Electronic Directive, and so much more. You're also on uh, helping with the data-driven management session with you and Akshat Tarani are going to be talking about the data-driven management. I think he's talking about the how, and then you're talking about what to do with the data or deriving insights. The why. It's really interesting. I've had uh, a conversation with him. We connected on LinkedIn. He's provided uh, uh, a very well-attended uh, webinar for our members. I think it was a Technical Tuesday. Is that right? Yes. And... Um, so it's really interesting because he's definitely, definitely got it figured out how to get the electrons from A to B and, and to get them to march in order and make sense of the process. But sometimes we need to take a step back and not just look at the data, but what the data tells us about our policies, our practices. It's a bigger picture than just we made our production number today. So there's gonna be a, a very concrete and there's, I'm gonna be kind of playing philosophy guy. I think uh, Akshat's a very smart guy. We had a great conversation. It should be fun fun to watch, watch that, what comes in that panel. That's great. And I, we're probably running out of time, but I wanna make sure we mention our advanced CAM, CAM Redefined. We've got Mike Lynch coming in for CNC Programming. He's come in before. That's been a very popular session. We've got Brady Stevens talking about going paperless, which is a very hot topic on our listservs there for a long while. Absolutely. And, and I have to tell you, the materials for machinists with Bob Drab of Corey Steele, um, I'd pay for my tech conference ticket just to go listen to Bob. Bob and I have supported PMPA throughout our careers. I managed to land here. Um, if Bob Drab doesn't know it about stainless steel, it's not knowable. And he's really 
done a great job in the carbon and alloy steel cold finish as well. So he's going to be talking about materials for machining. Um, that's absolutely, uh, <laughs> if you're in the shop, <laughs> you want to listen to Bob Drab. Yeah, that's going to be another great one. We have our next-gen committee is putting on a peer-to-peer -peer connection. This is actually a new concept. They want to bring in the, the new guys, the first-timers, and kind of break the ice and help them feel, get the most out of networking with other people. You know, that's so important. I remember my first PMPA National Tech Conference. I was a steel metallurgist hadn't even been in a machining shop. I'm sitting at one of these part layout tables and we're trying to figure out how to make a part. And Eric Soma's uncle was so kind and so generous and walked me through it and explained to me that we put the bars in one end, Mr. Free, <laughs> and the parts come out the other. I mean, I was that green. Well, it's been a few years. But even, even I had to start somewhere. And so this peer-to-peer -peer welcoming, uh, I think that's going to be really a great way to accelerate the, the capture of knowledge when people can put their defenses down and just say, hey, this is, it's okay to ask a question. Well, and not just that, but also what do we see in the hallways in between sessions or at the receptions? People aren't catching up on their kids. They are talking about work and problems and issues. And if you can open up and take advantage of that networking that happens in those, in quotes, downtimes, sometimes you walk away with even more than you thought you were going to get. This paper is the official tech conference. He's holding up the schedule, by the way. The real technical conference is exactly as you described. It says conversations in the hall has said oh by the way did you see do you guys do that it's it's real it's organic and it's spontaneous and it's really it's really a great payback for both the time and the money invested to attend this this very important conference so even the people you meet, even if you don't come away with something, you might end up contacting that person or seeing them at the next meeting. The networking is invaluable, you're right. And we don't want to forget about how to prepare audits. That's our quality committee. They are putting that process together to show all the different ways that you can do that. And then Robin's talking about lately attendant. That's always a good one, too. Uh, uh, yeah, get there early. We, we heard him speak at a, the last Actually, it was the last technical yeah, conference. Yeah, in 2019. And it was standing room only. Mm -hmm. Standing room only. Lightly attended, by the way, is what a many people mistakenly call lights-out manufacturing. And if you have lights-out manufacturing, the chances are pretty good you're going to have sirens and an emergency crew at some point uh, visit your shop when a fire or some event takes place. Robin talks about the same logical, rational approach of lightly attended to maximize your productivity while minimizing risk of an accident or something that could really handicap your shop. The other thing we haven't mentioned is those 
drawing tables, those tables where we go over the parts. Oh, the print sessions, those are just, uh, I tried to describe it to somebody and you almost just have to experience to truly appreciate the value of those print sessions. So we'll have uh, people by process, multi-spindle, CNC turning, CNC milling, that kind of thing, rotary transfer. Um, we'll give them a part print and then <laughs> the collective wisdom of those at the table will try and come up with a process to make that part complete, no deviations, no secondary work, the part as drawn off your machine in sufficient time and quality to pass first piece inspection. So that's a real good opportunity to do more than just do the duty of making the part but to understand why we do it the way we do it on our particular equipment. And another great feature is there's always a mentor table in those, so. Well, the generosity of the uh, other attendees, it's important. So everybody who attends pays, right? I mean, it, right. it, it, everybody pays, but everybody also helps in some way, whether it's sharing knowledge at the table as a peer, whether it's sharing knowledge in your experience as a mentor, or whether it's presenting or being part of the committee and helping move, move, uh, move people from session to session or whatever. Everybody's got a opportunity to contribute and the joy of being better together at PMPA is we do contribute, we do share. And so thank you to the mentors and then thanks to everybody who does manage to uh, uh, make this conference uh, a better place and upgrade everybody's deliverables and knowledge. And before we wrap up, I do want to mention we've got uh, Dave Seabrook talking about working remotely, which is a very hot topic right now, and Michael Tomasi's How to Create a Productive Environment, which was a standing room only as well. Yeah, there's not a lot of shops that get culture as, as solidly, solidly uh, developed as, uh, as Michael Tomasi's shop. I'm, uh, I'm sure I'll, I'll find a way to get a seat in the back of that session too. Finally, uh, if you're a manager, you may say, well, this is all good and this is good for my people, but you know what? I haven't heard anything that convinces me as a manager that I need to be at this conference. Mm -hmm. Would you agree? It, it does, it sounds that way, yeah. So managers out there, I'd like to invite you to attend a session on Tuesday, what to do when OSHA shows up. Oh yeah. Nobody wants to sit and listen to a lawyer, but if you're in management and with the new administration in Washington, and all the changes we expect to see, remember we still don't have that emergency temporary standard for uh, OSHA for COVID yet. That's likely to have hit even though we're a year out and unmasking. So there's plenty of opportunity for us to find issues we have to deal with under the, the new circumstances. So our retained attorneys, Fisher Phillips, they did a great job helping us through COVID over the past year. They've always helped us with our HR and, 
and regulatory uh, assists. And Dave Schreiner's going to be part of the uh, presentation on, on what to do when OSHA shows up at our conference. That is important. And last but not least, we've got to mention the Swiss part process with Greg and Scott from Absolute. Uh, you know, that's another, again, you know, you don't want to play favorites, but there's so much experience being shared, so much expertise in our presenters. You really don't want to miss any of these sessions. We did a great job, I think, Carly, in that you better send multiple people because one person cannot possibly be in each and every one of these sessions. And you want them to be. And you want them to be. And if you want them to be, you can go on pmpa.org to register. Registration is open. I can't wait. That's a great wrap-up and review of our National Technical Conference, Carly. That wraps up our podcast. Thank you for joining us. For additional information, please visit pmpa.org, where you can also search for articles, webinars, podcasts, and other resources. I'll bet you can even find a link to the National Technical Conference and even the hotels to register a room. What do you think? Why, yes, Miles, you are correct. Right there on the homepage, you can get your link to register, get your hotel, get all set, because you want to make sure to be there. And you also don't want to forget to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast because you don't want to miss one. If you're not already taking advantage of PMPA membership, be sure to check out pmpa.org to see all we have to offer. And why is a PMPA membership important, Carly? Because, because we, we are, are better, better together. together. Don't forget to join us next Monday on Speaking of Precision, Monday with Miles.